What is up? Woo! Episode two. I did it. <laughs> I did it more than once. Um, <clears throat> welcome back to, or I don't know, maybe you're the first time listener. Maybe it's not. Maybe, who knows? Maybe no one's listening to it. Uh, this is your last dumb breath with your host, Bart Dangus. That is me. Um, how is it going? Uh, woo, if you're <laughs> bad, <laughs> I don't know. If you're looking at, at a video of this, I have no hair anymore. So not, it didn't fall out or anything, but you know, I, I don't know. I, I was done. I was done with it. Um, chop my hair off. I don't know who I am, but I won't get dirty Jesus anymore, which is great. I did lose some taglines though from jokes, but we're in quarantine right now. So jokes don't even, stand-up comedy does not exist. This is sit down, dumb guy talk now. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. Definitely recommend cutting your hair if you have long hair. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. My, my wife helped me cut my hair off and, uh, we, we like braided into this long braid. Oh, it's a fucking dirty braid. <laughs> it's so whatever. I'm over it. It's cool. Um, <clears throat> but I don't, what do you like? I don't know. Is it weird to throw the hair? So now do I throw the hair away? Like I spent five years growing that bull. It's kind of fucking gross to have around, but before I throw it away, like I got to get a little bit of fun out of it, you know, like, I don't know. Don't, don't tell her, but, uh, I put the braid in one of her shoes and she hasn't found it yet. <laughs> I'm just waiting for her to find it. Uh, I don't know. We, we have that ongoing joke sometimes where we'll, we'll just like, sometimes I'll just hide an orange in one of her things and then she'll do it back to me. And then eventually we forget about it and somebody hid the orange so well that now there's a moldy orange in my shoe or my boot that I haven't worn. <laughs> um, I digress. Uh, but yeah, thank you for tuning in. Um, if you haven't, uh, I do have a Patreon uh for so all the video content is going to live there aside from like promo stuff um so there are slides with with the show which it's not you know it, it's not super important but i don't know if if you need to look at it like check out the patreon i got two tiers i got a two dollar buy me a drink buy me a friggin' beer tier and then five guy i live on a yacht rich guy tier uh, same shit but uh <laughs> you'll get bonus episodes all the video content etc i'm working on building that out to figure out what that's exactly gonna look like right now but um dude if you fuck with this buy me a beer come on come on dude you know i'd buy you a beer come on um so oh uh i also have an instagram oh the patreon patreon.com slash bartdangus you could find it there uh, find me on Instagram and please reach out because I do want some feedback from people. Um, I don't know. Th this is going to be fairly loose because dude, death is wild. It's so wild. And it's, it's crazy to think that maybe, I mean, I don't know. Growing up as a little kid, I was like, 
die? Dude, okay, by the time I'm old, scientists will figure that shit out, but not looking good, and I'm not rich enough either, so <laughs> whatever. Um, Patreon.com slash Bardangus, uh, Instagram, YLDB podcast, uh, but please reach out. <clears throat> um, so this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Dick Pit. No, just dude, I don't have a fucking sponsor yet. Um, I gotta get sponsored by booze since I make a drink for every podcast. Um, if you are booze, hit me up. Okay, let's here. We're actually starting the fucking show right now. We are starting it. Uh, this episode is on. Sharondas, motherfucking Sharondas, dude! What a kick-ass name, Sharondas, Sharondas. I think it's that Sharondas. So, this is another dude from antiquity, you know, uh, olden times. If you listen to the first episode of the podcast, same era, sort of. And I'm gonna jump ahead to other uh, silly deaths. <laughs> I feel like such a dickhead. Whatever. Um, I'm going to jump ahead to other deaths, jump around, um, with topics and everything. But, uh, right now while I figure out what I'm doing, you know, no one's going to be offended by some old guy who lived thousands of years ago dying it, where I was wearing a bed sheet. Cause that was cool to wear. Um, so Sharondas of antiquity, this dude was a celebrated lawgiver of Catalina in Sicily, which is uh, one of the major Italian cities. Uh, did I say Catalina? Catania. 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 <laughs> it's one of those. Uh, Catania. Fuck, I should... Why, don't, why do I do this to myself? I set myself up to fuck up. <laughs> I'm going to say Catania. Um, so Catania, Catania is a city in Sicily, which is a part of Italy, which I didn't really know that I'm horrible. Like I thought Sicily was a different country, but whatever. No, I didn't dude. I'm fucking smart. Um, but yeah, so Sicily is a, a part of Italy, which is an island off the boot. Um, you know, cause Italy is shaped like a boot, which I don't know. Italians are supposed to be so fucking tough. It's always soprano. Oh, mozzarella, fucking top of your head. Like that bullshit. But your country is shaped like a boot. Like not even like a kick-ass cowboy boot, but like a ladies, like, I'm, I don't know. I'm going out to the town boot. Fuck your boot. <laughs> Can't be all tough guys. Like everybody that came out of that, uh, what's that, uh, the lady who lived in a boot who had a bunch of kids, all those people were Italian. Is that what the story's about? All the Italians from the boot. And that was like a working boot too, with a roof. <laughs> um, Charondas. Um, so this dude, um, again, uh, similar to episode one, uh, what the fuck was that dude? Draco. I almost forgot. I almost forgot. Uh, this dude was also a lawgiver. Yeah, I said that already. Lawgiver. Um, 
And his laws uh, were originally written in verse, song. Which, what the fuck? He, so he wrote all these laws and they were adopted by other colonies in Sicily and Italy, which... Oh my, can you imagine about to go to ancient Sicily jail and some dickhead is singing the law to you? Fuck that. <laughs> it, I don't know. It just makes me think of like, uh, like Bill Clinton and the saxophone. Like if he just gave his uh, speech about not getting head from Lewinsky, like through the saxophone, <laughs> that would have been sweet. <laughs> I guess I would have respected him more, but man, did he fuck up. Uh, <laughs> but like that blows my mind. And and I do wonder if, did they just do it in song? So they didn't, or yeah, in verse slash song. So they didn't forget it. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I put in this slide of like, uh, <laughs> I put in a slide of this hot girl playing a ukulele, which that does not count as an instrument, especially if you're a hot girl. If you're a giant fat Hawaiian, okay, it's an instrument, but like, holy shit. I don't know why, but this always stuck in my head, like, like in my early 20s, like being in the music scene and just hot girl with ukulele booking all the shows. Ooh, ah. Okay, this is probably, yeah. I don't know, whatever, dude. Kazoo is a better instrument. Or like mayonnaise. <laughs> mayonnaise is a better instrument than a hot girl playing a ukulele, okay? I could be some uggo dude playing some mayo. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Charondas, uh, he lived around 500, the 500s. Uh, BCE, early 6th century, I think. Yeah, early 6th century. And this was the same period as Siddhartha Gautama, which, I don't know, I stumbled across this uh, this phone cover. It was pretty good. Like, God on a phone cover? What? Sick. Okay, yeah, hell yeah. I will definitely use this phone cover I wonder if this would make me like uh, chonk off less. I don't know. Uh, so Sharondas is like living in Sicily, writing laws. Buddha's walking around. You know, he was a philosopher, uh, meditator, spiritual teacher, and religious leader who lived in ancient India. So Buddha's chilling. Sharondas is in the boot, living his life. Um, and so they don't really know like Sharondas's life isn't like no one gave a gave a fuck. Like I like if he didn't die a special death, I would not fucking know who the hell this dude was. But um, so I was basically trying to fight, figure out when he lived because they gave like a, a whole hundred years between when he lived. Um, <clears throat> and it's noted in the Suda, if you remember from the past episode, ancient papyrus Wikipedia. Um, that he lived before the tyrant um, Anaxilis of reg Regume. Jesus. All right, note to self, put in pronunciation on my documents. <laughs> uh, but it's noted in the Suda that 
Sharondas lived before this dude because this dude abolished the laws of Sharondas. Like he came in, he's like, fuck off. It is noted. So that means I lived before after you. Uh and I don't know. Uh Anoxilis, he was a ruler who took over some land, but also won a mule chariot race, I guess. <laughs> like that that is his claim to fame. Uh abolishing the laws of Sharondas, racing mules. <laughs> and i don't know taking over some land um but he won this in the olympics like that's pretty tight i don't know is is mule racing still i don't think mules are in the olympics um <laughs> yeah uh so sharon back to sharondas even though this dude was like a celebrated lawgiver in sicily the pussy ass boot country um <laughs> Aristotle speaks highly of the precision these laws were written and commends him for introducing consequences for perjury, which you could just lie before then, and that was okay. So Charondas uh, introduces or consequences of perjury, but Aristotle said there was nothing special about these laws, and Charondas was from the Borgias... <laughs> <laughs> bourgeoisie bourgeoisie nothing special about the laws and Sharonis was from the bourgeoisie holy shit bourgeois <laughs> god damn it bourgeois bourgeoisie dude fuck that okay he was part of the rich people uh, he was from the rich class of citizens. Uh, so Aristotle was like, hey, yeah, this guy could like write something down, but these laws are fucking trash and he's a rich dickhead. Like, fuck this guy. You know, right on. Uh, and a little background, Aristotle, come on, philosopher, polymath, student of Plato and father of Western philosophy, talking shit on Charondas. Uh I don't know. Maybe he didn't like the way that he sang. Maybe he sang in a falsetto voice for all of his laws. <laughs> um, uh, just looking at this stuff, I like realized that uh, Aristotle uh, also wrote a banned book on sex, <laughs> which is that is so tight to just be writing books on math, philosophy. And then he's got his fucking smut book. Just uh, here's a little picture of it right here pretty sick um <laughs> i don't know I, I haven't read it yet but uh <clears throat> uh i don't know A aristotle I, I, like i feel like i need to look more into this dude but because i i just get him confused with uh uh socrates and Plato. like yeah i don't know they're all one big old greek ball of men to me <laughs> uh but aristotle is really important because uh Aristotle is where the West inherited its intellectual lexicon as well as problems and methods of inquiry. Damn. As a result, his philosophy has exerted a unique influence on almost every form of knowledge in the West, and it continues to be a subject of contemporary philosophical discussion, which is so tight. Man, like I said before, it must have been so easy to be a smart guy back then, maybe. I guess if I went back, 
I probably still would be like, I don't know, making mud into bricks or something. <laughs> Doing a show about how to turn mud into bricks. <laughs> um, so... <clears throat> Uh, the one thing Aristotle did fuck up, though, which is hilarious, uh, he gives us a uh, Aristotle's table of elements. If you look at it, it's got five elements. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess he got them like they're loose uh, <laughs> classifications. But he uh, like this table of elements that Aristotle was like showing off. It was a. Uh, based on Empedocles, who was some other smart-ass dude, Table of Elements, which really, the only thing Aristotle added was ether. Which is, okay. Like, that's just saying everything else. Magic, everything else. Everything, because <laughs> it's like, okay, like, let's take one element, fire. And then here's the, uh, here's the breakdown. Uh, is it hot or cold? Fire, hot. Uh, is it wet or dry? Fire is dry. We, okay. Uh, motion, it does an up motion. And then modern state of matter is plasma. So, I don't, I mean, I guess you're not wrong, but it's like saying, it, it's like saying something so loose and you're like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely meant that. Like, oh, yeah. What are you drinking over there? The universe? Well, I mean, okay. Partly that's... Why? Whiskey? Yeah, okay, that, yeah. Uh, and then here's, here's, how, uh, here's how he uh, classifies ether. Uh, in the category of hot or cold, it's a divine substance. That's not... You can't just... You can't just add another... A divine, okay, whatever. All right, give, I'll give that to you. I'll give that one to you because it could be hot or cold. Wet or dry? Uh, he just didn't put anything in there. <laughs> like, he didn't fill out this test. He did not finish his Scantron. Uh, the motion, circular, in, a, in parentheses, in heavens. <laughs> so, I don't know. Ether can only go... Like, ether can only make a left turn. It can't make hard right angle turns. Just circular motion in the heavens. And then the modern state of the matter? I don't know. Eh. Same as wet and dry? Not sure. And then he was like, yo, check out my elements. So. <laughs> uh, the. Uh, I don't know. what What is wild that. Like, yeah, that's a bullshit. I mean, I couldn't write anything, any better elements. I, what am I going to, I'm going to add to the elements right now. Fuck that, dude. Element podcast, uh, hot and cold, shitty, wet and dry, definitely dry, motion, toilet, like, a, oh yeah, okay. Um, so, <clears throat> uh, this was, this like blew my mind, uh, Though Aristotle wrote many elegant treaties and dialogues for publication, only around a third of his original output has survived. None of it intended for publication. So, holy shit. We are just reading all of Aristotle's B-sides and he still fucking owns 
everybody. We we read his drunk ass fucked up sex book and we're like, yes, Western ideas, Western ideals right here. <laughs> so I don't know. I guess nobody kept his shit and then they just found his old dirty smut diaries or whatever. Um, <laughs> wild. Damn. Can you imagine being that like that prolific? Like that's like, oof. God damn. That's wild. I don't know. Can you imagine like thinking about like Michael Jordan being like, he's the most prolific basketball player. And here's the only clip we have of him. It's him shooting a free free throw <laughs> in his driveway as a kid, despite his father. <laughs> oh man. Wild. Um, all right. So Sharondas. I could only find two laws of his that exist or two laws that are like attributed to him. So the first one is uh, to have commanded that if the nearest relative of Ahiris did not wish to marry her, he was required to provide a dowry. What the fuck? <laughs> so, I don't know. What is... So this was like... Do you have command that if a nearest relative of a sexy lady did not wish to marry, he would... So... This is so stupid. So it's like if, if, if the sexy lady doesn't want to marry somebody, someone can come up with like, well, I got a stinky old goat and uh, four bar stools. How about this? That's uh, Is that good enough? <laughs> There's my dowry. Can I have your sexy lady? <laughs> um, and also keep in mind that like he was singing this. Some lady is he's singing this to a lady who doesn't want to get married. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Wild. Um, all right. So let's see. There was one other law that was attributed to him, and that was, it is unlawful to enter a public assembly or building with a weapon. And the penalty for infringement was death. So, can you imagine? So, okay. So you can't walk into this building with a fucking weapon. How many... Fucking tough ass Italian dudes are walking in there, pointing their arms, and be like, "Is this a fucking weapon? Is this a fucking mozzarella weapon?" <laughs> How many people made that joke? Like, oh god damn it! Oh, it's fucking Percy's first day at the assembly, and we gotta listen to him point to his leg and watch him kick like a donkey. Be like, "Is this a weapon?" <laughs> Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I, this is a pretty, like, not bad. This is a not bad law by Sharondas. First one, trash. Second one, okay. I mean, I'm down. Um, yeah, so I'm sure, dude, I'm sure you're beating me to it. I'm sure you're fucking, 
you're already there, dude. But, uh, he said it was unlawful to enter a public assembly slash Senate slash Capitol building with a weapon. Now, as the story goes, Sharondas, in a hurry, is returning to the public assembly. <laughs> and it's saying, there's two accounts. They're saying that he, uh, he returned from pursuing some robbers or even possibly returning from a hunting trip. So this dude had like, I don't know. He was either, he, he like ripped off his clothes and he had the Superman outfit on or Batman. No, he had the Batman outfit on. He's like, Hey, we got to get these robbers to keep Gotham safe. Or he had a bunch of gooses around his neck and he's like, I'm going to make a fucking badass dinner. So he entered the city and presented himself before the assembly of the people without reflecting that he carried a sword by his side. Woo! (laughs) What does he do? Is he a man of his word? Is he a fucking man? Or is he like, oh, or do they have take backsies yet? Did they have Indian given yet? I don't think so. So someone thereupon remarked to him, you are violating your own law. Oh, dude, he's caught. He's caught. So <laughs> he wrote these two shitty laws. I oh man, I I bet that uh the dude who ratted him out was like the brother of a sexy heiress, and he got married off, to, or she got married off to some guy with a goat and four bar stools. He's like, hey, what's on your fucking uh? What is on your person's? A sword. <laughs> so, I don't know. He's standing there. Got a bunch of goats. I mean, uh, gooses around his neck. He was chasing robbers with the Batman hood on. And he just goes, on the contrary, by Zeus, I will establish it. <laughs> and slew himself on the spot. Woo-hoo-hoo! Wow. Damn, this dude seppuku'd himself before seppuku was invented. He was wearing a fitted bedsheet, covered in goose, and just fucked himself up. Yeah, take that, you law-singing bitch. (laughs) Oh, man. Dude, I don't... How did they not note the dude who was like, hey, you got a knife on (laughs) you? How... This guy should go down in history as being like the funny dude. That's the first comedian. That is that dude killed. <laughs> Holy shit. What a fucking damn. Is that not a last dumb breath? Like like right on, right on. Cheers to you for uh, you know, respecting and staying true to your word. But I don't know. Maybe it could have been like, ah, come on. Just one, like one oopsie daisies. One whoopsie doos. <laughs> but I don't know. Tough guy living from the boot who lived there, you know? So, damn. Uh, <clears throat> now, this is where, uh, uh, I don't know. I kind of went off track a little bit. 
because I'm like, holy shit, dude, like to to be able to fucking like stabbing yourself to death. Oh, wow. That is that. Whew. I don't know. So he seppuku'd himself, you know, and if you're not familiar, seppuku is the Japanese tradition of basically gutting yourself with your own sword. Um, but I don't know, like I, I was, I guess I was thinking about uh, other uh, cases of people who uh, who stab themselves to death, which, whew, okay, uh, yeah, whatever. I mean, first thing that came to mind was Elliot Smith. Shit. You know, Elliot Smith, you know, like the, the songs that you listen to when it's raining and you just broke up with a girl, you know, Elliot Smith, the, uh, the dude who has a wall in LA where you just, uh, stick gum to it. Cause it was like the cover of his album. Like, I don't, that seems not very nice. Maybe like glue a knife to it or something. <laughs> That's uh, fuck. <laughs> but dude, Elliot Smith went out the same exact way. Well, I mean, he didn't like declare the law and walk into an assembly, but ooh, he put a knife in his fucking chest, like in his heart. And the wild thing is that, uh, like I I've I read a little bit ab about it, you know. Um, he stabbed himself in the chest and died at the hospital 20 minutes later. So this dude stabbed himself in the chest, was like, oh, oh fuck, ouch, god damn it, and called the cab. And then it got in the cab and some dude was like, hey, how's your day going? Like, oh, fucking, oh, god damn And then died at the hospital 20 minutes later. <laughs> oh, you know that song, Needle in the Hay? Knife to the fucking chest, Jesus. Uh, cheers to you, though. Like, I mean, I definitely do not condone ending it, but whew, that takes some fucking courage for real. Um, One other instance of me being stoned and looking at this stuff is. Uh, huh. uh, this dude killed himself at an open mic, which, oh, my God. Open mics are already fucking horrible. It is... It is... See, and that's... That's, like, the crazy thing. Like... Okay, so... So, I've always... Not always, but, uh... I've said before that, you know... Different... Like, I understand why people like music way more than stand-up. Because... As a stand-up comedian, it's like, you can... You can't, like, yeah, you can write stuff at home. Like, definitely, definitely write things at home, but you have to have feedback. You have to be in front of a crowd trying shit. And music, can you imagine if music was like that? Like, can you, okay, like, as a stand-up, it's like, okay, I got this premise. I got, I think I can hit these few points, you know, figure it out. You know, maybe, hopefully I riff something good. And then... Can you imagine musicians doing it? Like, like five people get on stage and be like, oh yeah, I think I can play guitar and bass, you know, whatever, dude. Like, let me, I'll play fucking drums and then you try and bang out a song. No one's going to listen to that. 
<laughs> and I don't blame them. You're going to end the song and it's like, that sound nothing like what was in my head. Like, and that's amazing that you just did a drum solo that sounded racist. Like, holy shit. <laughs> so yeah, open mics are trash, but I mean, this other thing that I stumbled upon was this dude ending himself at an open mic. And this was, uh, th shit, what year was this? Uh, this is in the last few years, but it was at a coffee shop in Bend, Oregon. Uh, 15 people were in the crowd. The song was called Sorry for the Mess. And they do not host any open mics anymore. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but they're still open, but like, I do not blame you. Do not bring... Oh, dude. Uh. See, and... Uh, come on, dude. The song is a little bit on the head. Sorry. I mean, right. Dude, I hope that song fucking ripped. I hope it ripped. And this is like the weird line that this podcast is going to run because it's like, it's like you have to be either so close to it that it's funny or so far away to the death that it's funny. But if you're anywhere in between, I'm a fucking asshole. <laughs> um... Yeah. So. Whew. Lots of people stab themselves. <laughs> um, all right. So these are some, uh, some little uh, linear notes. Uh, so I, I also learned that uh, in, in the antiquity, which that most legisl legislators traditionally sang their laws, which God damn. Fuck that. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Yes, this podcast is unedited. Um, I don't know. Most of, most of the letters sang their shit. That must have been such a boring, annoying court session every fucking time. Do not stab me. You go to jail. <laughs> um... It is also noted that uh, occasionally the laws that were written and sung in verse uh, could be sung in a non-sincere way, <laughs> which is so tight. So, like somebody singing something insincere, and then and then they're like, "Are you mocking me? No, no, I'm just I I can't sing very well. I'm sorry." Happy birthday! <laughs> I fucking hate that song, dude. Um, so, uh, another linear note, number two, uh, ancient Greek history is full of these law lawgiver stories and they're almost packed with some heavy semi-mythological semi-legendary story. So th that's like, it can't really be proven that this is true, but it's attributed to this dude and like one other guy. Um, but basically these usually highlight why the laws can't be changed or some sort of display of honor or trust in the system. So basically like this, this system is so fucking good. It's worth dying for. <laughs> like if you whoopsie daisies with a little pocket knife in the assembly, death. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> 
you ever have to go to court and it's like, I don't know, I don't know where it is like where you are, but here it's like, you can't bring, you can't even bring a pen into court, which blows my mind. But like I went to court and I, I had headphones and apparently you can't do that either. You can't even bring a phone. So it's like, I had to get dropped off at the court and I had headphones. Whoops. Just because that was like what I normally carry in my pot. And I hit them outside, but it's like, you put me to death because of that. <laughs> the shitty thing is like somebody found my headphones and just fucking took them. I probably shouldn't have hit them with all the other lighters under that garbage can in front of the courthouse though. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, so yeah. You highlight why the laws basically can't be changed and some sort of display of honor, trust in the system. Um, and, uh, yeah, it probably didn't happen or not as clean cut as the story has been told. But, I mean, it's funny if you listen to the first episode where it's uh, Draco of Athens, like his shit was, he got buried by, or I mean, he got killed by being buried by presents. What law did that have anything to do with? So maybe, maybe that one's a little bit more true possibly than this one, but um, I don't know. Who gives a shit? Uh, it is pretty funny though. Um, so uh, let's see. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, having said that, uh, two others from the time period are associated with the same death, both notable Greek dudes. Uh Diocles of Syracuse and Zelekus. I don't know, two other Greek dudes, just hairy Greek dudes with gold chains and bathrobes, you know, fucking offing themselves. <laughs> uh, but uh, I don't know. Th this is saying that faced with an emergency, uh, Zalekus, Zaleuku, Zaleu, dude, I promise, next one. I will have names figured. Actually, yes. Okay, I promise on the next one, I will have them figure it out. I will be a lot better about this. Um, so one of the other two uh, people that this is attributed to is Zaleucus. Zaleucus entered the Senate armed, but when he was reminded of the law, he immediately fell upon his sword as a sacrifice to the sovereignty of the claims of social order. Um, but uh, I like this dude. Like this, you know, who gives a shit? But I like this guy because uh, uh, some of his written laws in the Locrian Code, aka the first, like this was in the first written Greek code. So this dude, uh, you know, famous, famous legislator written in the first Greek code. And this is his... Uh, his code, which is so funny. Uh, <laughs> here it is. Uh, I'm quoting directly. Quote, a freeborn woman may not be accompanied by more than one female slave unless she is drunk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she may, may not leave the city during the night unless she's planning to commit adultery. <laughs> She may not wear gold jewelry or a garment with a purple border unless she is a courtesan. 
and a husband may not wear a gold-studded ring or a cloak of Malaysian fashion unless he's bent upon prostitution or adultery. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if these are really laws or just like more of him trying to understand what the fuck is going on in the city. <laughs> it's so cool. So if you see a freeborn woman with more than one female slave helping her out, she is hammered. <laughs> Ask her what's up. Ask her for her, uh, I don't know. Get your stone tablet out and take down her address, you know? <laughs> if you see a lady leaving the city at night, she wants to fuck. <laughs> Any lady straying outside the... <laughs> And then, uh, <laughs> dude, oh, oh yeah, you may not wear gold jewelry or a garment with a purple border unless she's a courtesan, Cortesian. Okay, so he's in to role playing. <laughs> he's in to being like, oh, this lady's a Cortesian. I cannot fuck with this. She probably doesn't do butt. Um, and a husband may not wear a gold studded ring or a cloak of Malaysian fashion. Unless he's bent upon prostitution or adultery. <laughs> Dude, so if you're walking about the fucking town and you see a guy with a gold studded ring and you got a gold studded ring, it's party time. It is party time. We got our gold studded rings on. Let's party. Um, <laughs> Dude, this guy's... Damn, I should have just done the whole episode on this guy instead. Uh, he also in... in introduced a uh, rope law aka hooded justice law aka the Jussie Smollett law <laughs> so so this uh, this is his, his law uh, anyone who proposed a new law or the alteration of one already existing had to appear before the citizens council with a rope around his neck <laughs> So you got to walk in there with a fucking gun pointed at your face. <laughs> if the council voted against the proposal and the proper, if the counts of oh, Jesus, this is legit my first fucking drink. Okay. And it's seven o'clock at night. So whatever. Uh, if the council voted against the proposal, the proper, proposer was immediately strangled <laughs> so some dudes in there like trying to like be like hey uh you know i kind of like gold studded rings is it okay if i oh, oh, oh. <laughs> just holy shit that is that is rough that is so rough you gotta walk around with a noose and be like this guy's not gonna get anything through the system That is wild. Um, so, and apparently in a span of nearly 200 years, there was only one new law made. So that shit did not work out well. <laughs> that is a good, that is a great, uh, be like, I want things to stay exactly the way they are. So if you want to try and fix something, uh, 
put a noose around your neck and let's talk. <laughs> Dude, wild. Um, so yeah, I don't know. This is a, that's the podcast. Um, what the fuck? Um, wild dude. Um, so I'm researching this, you know, both these, you know, both these dudes, uh, Sharondas and Zaleculus, uh, stabbed themselves you know, which basically committed seppuku, which holy shit, did that ever lead me down a rabbit hole? Um, <clears throat> so I started looking into this, like to include this in this episode, but it was just way too much information. Like we're already at like almost 45 minutes, but, uh, so I'm going to do a bonus episode on this, this one. Uh, you can find it. It's on the Patreon. It's going to be on the Patreon exclusively. Um, and it, dude, it's not that big of a, a t two bucks. Buy me a beer and you get this extra fucking content. And this one is super interesting. Um, I'm really excited about it. And I'm pumped. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I hope you guys like it. I, I hope you enjoyed this too. Um, so let's see um if you guys have any questions i would love to answer them if you have any anecdotes or in the death industry ooh, get at me please um but yeah again please check me out on patreon.com slash bart dangus you can find the video content to this podcast there along with bonus episodes and everything in between my fucking legs <laughs> um uh, please uh, like, subscribe, rate, leave a review, hit me up, DM me, what's up? Love to talk to you. Um, so I'm launching this on Wednesday. The bonus episode is going to be up Friday through the Patreon. Uh, check me out. Um, yeah. And yeah, thank you. Uh, the... Episode three is going to be on, it's a little bit, it's a way more lighthearted. So I don't, I mean, the, this one's not super heavy. I don't think maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm jaded and whatever. Uh, the Sapuku one gets a little dark, but the next one, Ooh, it'll be fun. Uh, so cheers to that. Uh, and thanks for listening. Bye.